I don't know why I'm feeling good today. I have no idea why. I'm feeling pumped. I'm feeling real amped up. I, feel yeah, like, I have no I idea. I feel like I'm on speed. So I don't know. I think it's because I've been trapped in the house all day, but I really feel like I'm on speed. Shout out to the ah, speed users. It was, you know, it's got to be that snow day that we just had, that nor'easter. Whatever that thing is called. That I didn't get, we didn't get much. I mean, I felt like it was gone before the day even started, before it even really got serious. I didn't get eight to 10 inches, like they said. I don't yeah, know. I didn't think I'd get that much to do, but who cares? When you live in the DMV, we love it because they're going to shut down everything. For any and everything. No matter what you get. Any and I'm everything. I'm with it. Ten games left, baby. We on, a, we on our way on the season. Your, your Wizards playing now, ain't they? What's the score? I have no idea, yo. Neither team could shoot the ball for a second. <laughs> it was like 2-0 for like six minutes, yo. <laughs> they were all missing, yo. I didn't see somebody miss a layup. It was, it was pretty bad. Man, we down to like the last, like I said, 10 to 15 games. Let's, let's stay out, man. I, East or West, pick one. Where, where, where no you most, West, man. I, I, feel like West, the, man. I feel like the West is where it's at right now. All right. I this, think, no, no, no. Talk about, talk about, talk about. I, all right. For one, I think we're going to spend more time on the West. So, you know what? We'll start in the East. We're gonna because go East. I think we're, yeah, we're going to spend more time on the West. Let's go ahead and clean up the East real quick. We just seen a game earlier today. Raptors just took that L. Raptors, yeah. And that's what you fear with LeBron James, man. And with LeBron James, when he has his man back, Kevin Love, another person who he trusts in the clutch times, you see what he could do, man. And I think Kevin Love hitting that corner three with the team up one, needing a big basket. LeBron, he can sit there and isolate the entire time. and He just dictates and he can just throw out assists after assists or he can just get in the paint whenever he wants. And if that three-point shot is going in, this is why it doesn't matter. Like he said, they could be the sixth seed. It will not <laughs> he matter. He does not care. Bit. Is that arrogance or just truth? That's truth. Yeah, because we that, just sat there and watched it just now. That's truth. That's the number one team right there, and they did not look like a number one team. And the daggone Cavs still don't have a rotation. We still don't know who's playing for the Cavs. I don't Tristan know who's Thompson starting. Was out. Nope. Kyle Corbett was out. You know, like there's still a lot of people that were not playing in that game that are going to play when the Cavs need it. Or maybe, or we think should play. I, I don't know what that rotation would be because Jeff Green seemed like a really key call today. But you know that when you have uh, a healthy Kyle Culver, a healthy J.R. Smith, a healthy Rodney Hood, that some of those minutes that you saw with Green today is not going to necessarily be there. Or maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe it's matchup. You don't have a head coach. So I don't know how you figure out who gets the minutes. Maybe LeBron just back there saying... You gonna play tonight? I was about to say maybe LeBron or maybe LeBron just said over this. I don't give two flying craps who does get time. I just feel as I feel like LeBron is on his level of, and we talked about this. I said this last week too, where he he could just be like, does it matter what happens? I'm not going out in the first round. I'm not going out in the second round for my dignity. You at least got to deal with me through all the way up to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if I decide to give up there, who cares? But tonight with Love back, I'm with you. Two games of love. And LeBron's looking like I got somebody to alleviate the pressure. And when I just want to kind of do my thing, I'll do my thing because I don't really respect any of you. I think it comes down to I do think Toronto's a good team. I just feel as though their history is is working against them. It goes to like those years when Atlanta had the best record and then they'll go against the Cavs and then they'll lose. I think it's Toronto's the same situation. Y'all have lost too many times to LeBron James for him to really care, to respect, and fear you. And I, think oh, yeah. the, and I think the only reason why the Warriors have the upper hand is because in his mind, he's like, they're already stacked. 
I'm already behind the gun and losing them in terms I'm down two to one against them in finals counts. So they they don't get the mental edge. He don't get the mental edge on them. But for everybody else in the East, he doesn't care. He don't respect them enough to really see them as threats. So he's like, well, it is what it is. You see what I'm saying? If it comes down to it and it's one where we're in a, it's a playoff series and I need a win, I'm going to get the win. Who's going to stop me? I, you know what's I'm funny? more we upset talk about, about Toronto. That. Yeah, we talk about that on the Cavs side. I was about to say, I think it has to do with the Raptors too. They're looking over there and they realize it's LeBron James. I'm not sure there's a team in the East that doesn't look over there and say, oh shoot, that's LeBron. Besides, I'll give this, besides the Celtics and besides the Wizards. Now, I, don't I don't know, know the why the, the Wizards, Wizards don't fear LeBron. They, they don't I really don't LeBron. know why. And I think the Celtics didn't last year because IT gave yeah. them this little swag. And this year, Kyrie's over there like, look, don't worry about LeBron. Don't like, worry about it. I got Like, you. we're good. I think those two teams don't look over there and feel they don't. He doesn't have the LeBron intimidation. Not saying that LeBron still can't go in there and kick ass. Like, I'm oh, not yeah, saying yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, he no does. Man. He does. I, LeBron just, has that. I just don't but know why teams like no you guys don't fear. I don't, I don't think right. Philly fears him, too. I feel like yeah, Embiid you know looks what? and Philly's be like, little brother. Philly's little brother to them. They're not ready for that. Right. You right. can tell right now that Embiid and Simmons, they still view LeBron James as LeBron as the fan. They still view him <laughs> as the hugest thing ever in the world. I'm just saying the intimidation there when you step on the court, a lot of teams lose just by getting on the court. You're not going to see that with a Celtics matchup or a Wizards matchup. But I saw that in the second half with the Raptors where you just saw kind of like DeRozan just looking for the foul. Like, no, just come out and play that, man. You have to, that man's there. You have to go right through him. To get this win, you need to get through LeBron James. And I feel as though they kind of succumb to that pressure a little bit, especially for Toronto because they're so team-oriented. Like, it's DeRozan, it's Lowry, but it's that bench. It's everybody making plays. It's that three-point shooting. They need everybody to feel it. They need everybody to play their game. You can't be looking across the court saying, oh, that's LeBron and him doing LeBron things kind of got you messed up now. No, you need to go out there and do what you do. And I think that's sometimes a little harder for teams. I mean, he does have that effect, especially when he gets in that zone. Right. And if you look and be like, look at his rep, look at his resume. He's been to the finals so many times. You know, I could look at this on on the other side and be like, Toronto could open up and say, wow. Cleveland came through here in the season and took us out. Let's focus when we play them in the playoffs. Or they can look and be like, man, with love back, maybe the Cavs are for real. They really got to get over their own self-doubt and and their own insecurities in order for them to really come out and represent the East. Um, We're running a poll right now on social media, and it's like 70% 70 of y'all are thinking that the Raptors can actually get past the Cavs. I'm curious if y'all are still thinking that after this game tonight. Um, either way, and I the don't... Cavs are not healthy yet. Right, the that's fact the, that we're yes. doing this against the Cavs. We have not seen a Cavs team with LeBron, George Hill, uh, Larry Nance, Rodney Hood, and a healthy Kevin Love. We just haven't seen that team yet. And I'm not saying that team is great. I'm just saying that's a lot of talent out there, man. If they play right, yes, because we've seen this also go where the Cavs have. You, you know what? I can't say that because, like you said, we haven't seen it with Love. We I haven't just seen don't it, man. know what this is. Now, you said a couple weeks back you didn't know what Love was going to come back as, and we didn't know if he was going to fit in. Do we feel as though he's? It's only two games. This is a small sample. I'm not jumping on here too yet because, as we all know, I jumped on early as soon as Hood and all those boys got here. I liked what I saw. And I assume with Love coming back, they would have been able to adjust and stay well. But I also saw that 
that idea the, kind of fizzled when they started right losing. when they lost like five in a row right it's definitely tough and i also think that comes in the clutch time which is why kevin love is so important kevin love is so important because he makes that shot he doesn't miss that shot too often and even know? if that he does shot, miss it he's not afraid to take it right yeah he's, gonna he's never it. afraid he's gonna to take it. it it is what it is he'll take the shot well i all right, so right so now we got so the East. Well, all right, so we got the Cavs to the at Cavs. three. Still got the Cavs at three. Yeah, and it goes to the Cavs. I think we can almost go ahead and bank the top two teams. Top so you, two teams so you think there's no way in the world the Cavs are catching them, which is Cavs true because they're six them. games yeah. behind Boston and it's only about Not ten happening. games left. And I don't think LeBron's going to care to catch them. So we're looking at a Cleveland 76ers first round of the playoff started today, which caught me crazy. It'd be interesting to watch. I would love to see. Very that. fun <laughs> to watch. Fun to watch. I love it. Um. With the Celtics opening up against the Heat. I'm not even doing the Raptors. Right no, I'm just saying the Raptors opening up against bottom, the Bucks. That bottom five is going to Wiz open up against the Pacers. Do you think I think I think yeah, four through eight can change. I've no Everybody idea how those top three are in. Four through eight, I don't know. I don't know. But I would I would say that the top eight we have right now are the top eight that's gonna get in. I agree with you. I don't, I don't, I don't see think Detroit, Detroit making that no, run. No. So these these are our playoff teams right now, which is all fighting for. for so what's the things. worst matchup that you can see out of those top three teams? Who is the worst team the Cavs could play in the first round? You guys. I give you that. I think they don't. I think of all the teams, if they have to play the Bucks, the Heat, or the Sixers, they know they can take care of them. I don't think they want to play the Wizards. I even give them, they, they'll take the Pacers. I think oh, everybody, gonna... I think anybody would take the Pacers. I'm yeah. not saying that to be disrespectful. I just think they don't have, a, they haven't proven why you should fear them. Yeah, I think, I think the Wizards would be the biggest fear that LeBron probably wouldn't want to play. Even though you're big, sometimes they're so inconsistent and can't move their feet and just, good God, they look a hot mess. But You know what's been fun? They've been taking them big men out. I didn't see Mike Scott play the center position in the last three games. And I don't blame so, him. I don't blame him. But with John Wall coming back, and it, when is he scheduled to come back? Is he going to get back before the playoffs start? John Wall might even play this Friday. Oh, okay. He, yeah, if, so if Wall could get some be burn on under him before the playoffs start, they LeBron is probably going to hope y'all stay at the five and don't drop to the six. But realistically, yeah. I don't. I mean, y'all in the sixes are tied at forty and thirty right now with, right. with and twelve games left. Can we flip that too? I think the Wizards' worst first round matchup is the Cavaliers. That is true. I, I think that, that is works true. hand in hand. I think that that's the one team that you don't want to play, especially because they have a record. You know, the Wizards, they make the playoff runs. They get out the first round. Would you want to see Boston? Ball gets in. No, you don't want to see Boston, but I don't think that's realistic because I don't think they're going to fall all the way down to eight. But I'd rather see No, Boston. all you got to do is drop to six, and right now right. you're only two games ahead of six. I'd rather see Boston. I mean, seven, my apologies. Yeah, I'd rather see Boston. I'd rather see Raptors before I put the Cavs. I put the Cavs as the number one team, even if they don't have the number one record. And that's simply because they have the number one playoff guy. Any team that has to play the Cavaliers first is not the team you want to play. LeBron I think everybody has never gone out in the first round. LeBron barely has lost a it. game in the first round. So whoever yeah, he, he plays is going to get pure, healthy, rested LeBron. And he's going to go to the juggler. So, yes, the All Wizards right, so don't taking, want him. Yeah, taking the Cavs out. Let's just take the Cavs out all completely, completely, because nobody wants to play the Cavs. I think the worst matchup for the Wizards after that probably is going to be. Don't hear me out when I say this. 
it's going to be the Bucks or the 76ers. Two teams that I don't think they will play just because they're kind of all fighting for the same positions. Yeah. But they don't do well against that big length because that's when they can't necessarily go small. Like, you have to play a big man against the Bucks. You have to play a big man against the 76ers. You can't get away with playing small with a Marquise Morris or Mike Scott playing a lot of time at the five. Yet, that's probably when we get exposed the most. So I think that's one of those teams where you just don't want to get a matchup with a big man that really plays in there. Valachunas doesn't present that. Al Horford don't really play too much in the posts like that. So you can get away with it, but you don't want to see a, a big team like the Bucks or the um, 76ers. I don't think anyone really should fear the Sixers, though. You shouldn't because they're too young. Yeah, they're this too young. Team. First This playoffs. would be a team that can get out. I guarantee you the 76 could get out the first round if they had to play the Wizards. I'm wow, not putting that, my money on it. I wouldn't put my money know, on like, that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet put that my money at all. On it, but, I could, but I could totally see it happening. I can see that happening because you have a six foot ten point guard and you have a seven foot uh, center that's going to play a lot. And then you have people like Robert Covington, who's going to be six foot eight playing big minutes. And you're going to have a Dario Saric. You're going to have to play big. Those are four people that are six foot eight and taller. They're taller than everybody else that we want to play besides Marquise Morris. So it's just a bad matchup. That's the matchup that you don't want to see going forward. Also, another matchup that I think it's very well out there. The Bucks don't want to see Raptors or the Celtics. The Bucks, for their best interest, they need to finish above seven seed. It don't matter. The Bucks won't finish. They won't beat one, two, or three. The only way they can, only way they have a chance is they got to get up to five and play like a team like the Pacers or you know, five. it's no. Yeah. The Bucks are playing a top two seed. I think I think the way it's going to work is the Bucks and the Heat are just going to go back and forth in terms of seven and eight. It's no way the Bucks are going to rise past faith, six. I put more faith in the uh, Heat than I do of the Bucks to play the right Raptors. Now, to play any of those two top teams. And I don't pick either one of those two teams to win a series, but I would definitely rather see the Heat go through with it because the Heat have this really weird dynamic at center where they're both really high-energy guys, but they command a lot of respect on the defensive end, and they can score when healthy. I just can't count on Whiteside a lot. They're, they're very inconsistent, but they're both really special talents with uh, Bam or whatever his yeah, name Bam. is. And Whiteside, they're extremely good talents. When you they know, play when you get those right, guys out there, when they're a hard, they're a hard duo. I, as a Heat fan, will hate to see the Raptors. The only team I would rather really go up against is the Celtics or the Pacers or anybody else down. Yeah, the Raptors are just so. I, just, I don't want to see the Raptors. I don't want to see the Cavs. That's a, that's quick work. That's quick work. I feel like they'll run through us, and the, the Cavs will sweep us. Raptors will probably be us in five, if not sweep us as well. Everybody else, we stand a fighting chance. Yeah, and I like that, man. I like the dynamic. They're not really any contenders, but I definitely think they could get a first-round series. Surprise, in. right. It can right. shock and be like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. And, uh, and yeah, so the ease to be curious for every round outside of whoever the Cavs play. Everyone basically is just trying to avoid them. But if they do play you guys, that'll be interesting. That'd I'll watch very it. Very fun. I, it'd be They've fun been to watch for that for like the last three years. Yeah. They've been to get that. And I, I'll so, be more curious to see like once Wall, if, if Wall does play Friday, I'll be curious to see how he gets in shape for these series. You know, for the playoffs over the next three games, because he's going to have yo, to play the last ten to twelve games. He's not know? even going to play the last ten. 
What? Because I think we have we have uh, three games left that are on the back end of a back to back. So he's only going to play six games. He's going to come in so on so so exhausted. Right. He can't. He. I mean, I just. I gonna... don't see him playing a back to back. That's just me. I think that'd be kind of foolish to put somebody in that kind of situation. So I personally think at the most he's going to play six games. All right. Well, let's move to the West because the East is pretty much we know what it is. The, right. Out in the West, we have the Warriors faking injuries so they can kind of just chill so because they can they're rest. bored. Exactly. Okay, so you're on the same page I am. Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. they're not even just faking injuries. <laughs> they're taking off of practice and whatnot. <laughs> they're coming like, oh, up nah, with bogus come. injuries, too. All of a sudden, oh, yeah, Clay been messing with a broken thumb or some extreme injury. Like, wait, where did this come from? But no worry. He'll be good for the playoffs. Where did that Where did that serious injury come from, Kerr? I think he's like, look, man, my guys are bored. Let's just let them chill, and we'll wake up in the playoffs. And it's funny, too, because on the other side, you see the Houston Rockets going out every day just grinding. Are they making the same wins. mistake that the Warriors made when they pushed that 72-10 and 10 record? Bro, I have no idea, but they are completely balling right now yeah and not not just balling though. before they were balling blowing teams out i'm talking about there's a couple of games right now have just been completely grind mode where those games feel like playoff games they feel like it took a lot out of you i'm with you i feel like this is the curse of the 72 where you play so hard that some of those games just start to catch up to you right and i think this could be it but if you're also houston you need first seed you have no luxury of just falling back on your loins and saying, okay, we worked hard enough and we're good to go now. I think you rather have a series that starts off in your building. You don't want to have to start two games in Oakland. Because I think we all confirm, and no disrespect to Portland, they played out of their minds right now, but I think this is just a two-team race. Yeah, it's a two-team race all day in the West. Every, every other playoff series will be just fun to watch. But as great as Portland's playing, they've been great on their last 10. They're 9-1. and one. The last 10 was on a tear. I don't the, – the issue I have with Toronto is the same issue I have with Portland. Dame Lillard's a baller, though. He shows up no matter when. He shows up in the season. He shows up – I have no problem with him. It's his supporting cast who, when the playoff comes, you'll be like, what, what is wrong with y'all? You know what I mean? Like, Portland just seems to fall flat. And there's no way in the world they'll win a second-round series against either – Houston or the Raptors, I mean, or the Warriors. Now, right now, they'll open up against the Spurs, and I'm not even going to begin to talk about the West standings outside the top two because it's so fluid. And I have we no think it's idea. the Spurs. Right, yeah, as I'm saying, tomorrow, the, the Spurs could be, right, after the night, <laughs> the Spurs could lose to the Wizards, and they can drop, technically, they will drop to the ninth spot? Eighth? Yeah, Eighth I have a feeling that the Spurs ain't losing to the Wizards. Spurs haven't lost to the Wizards in San Antonio since uh, David Robinson. Yeah, I don't know, but them Spurs, you got Mano Ginobili coming out talking about we've been fooled once, won't be fooled again. I don't know what's going on with Happy Home over there in San Antonio, but it looks like... Well, Manu didn't say it in a negative way, so let's clarify that real quick. It sounded negative. Kawhi Leonard injured it. Yeah, if you read it, it sounds bad, but if you read the whole thing, it doesn't sound too bad. He's just saying, look, you cannot go into this mindset of thinking you got a hero coming home. He's not coming. Like, go out there and go get it. You, You don't have Batman saving Gotham City, so if you want safety, go out there and be your own safety. I'm not doing this again. I did it once. I'm not falling for the uh, okie doke again. 
So that's what he's saying. I don't. I, he said y'all can uh, say that he's coming back, but to me, he's not coming back this season. He's basically playing like no one's coming home. Right? Yeah, nobody's coming home, yo. This is our team. We gonna make the best of it. We going to run. It's gonna be because of us. It ain't gonna be because Kawhi Leonard came back. And I think that's the mindset you need your veteran taking. Like the young guys, they're probably looking like, yo, please relieve some of this stress. Come, you know, we wish that Kawhi was playing, but for the veteran, he's like, nah, yo, this is how you gonna play. You're going to play with the team, you know, with these 14 guys here with you right now. Don't even worry about it. He ain't coming. So, I, I get it. You can't keep going back and forth with this. So, it's will kinda the Spurs like that. make the playoffs? Yeah. The Spurs, I think it's Greg Popovich. Man, I can't see him missing. We're looking at Pelicans 41 and 30. Spurs 41 and 30. Timberwolves 41 and 31. Jazz 40 and 30. It's all about the Nuggets. You see what I'm saying? It's Nuggets are 38 and 33 and Clippers are 37 33. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Wizards are gonna have a huge you mean play, and who makes oh, it? Oh, because, oh, oh, oh! Y'all go over there. Right, we got the Nuggets on Friday, we got the Spurs today, and then we play the Spurs again next week. The Wizards could probably tell you who's gonna make it because they're playing both of those two teams, and they're playing them multiple times. So if the Spurs it, can sweep y'all the next two games, and then it's a wrap. Right, I think the Spurs then, got it. Right, and then the Nuggets. If y'all can beat the Nuggets, and yeah, the Nuggets are screwed. Right, I um, think we but, got it. But then, so but then, I, but then all it goes goes down to what the Jazz does, and what the Timberwolves. I don't know, but I did. I really don't know who's gonna come out of this. I feel the team that's gonna get in from this bottom. I think the Spurs will get in because I'm with you. I can't bet against Popovich. I think the Timberwolves will get in. I think the Jazz. I think the Pelicans. I think the Nuggets and the Clippers stay out. Bro, you know, I gotta just take a quick segment. And we need to pause this for a second. Dwight Howard just dropped Yo, 30-30 game. <laughs> you know, you know. When was the last time you saw that? I seen that I seen that alert and was like, what in the world? I'm trying to figure out what year this is, man. Tiger 2002. Woods, <laughs> Dwight Howard. We got Tiger. Like, and LeBron James to the best player in the league. Like, you could have said that for the last decade. Yeah, but he's having, like, his best season. Right, of so, all time. This is crazy, man. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I, don't I really would have never thunk it. Every time said, I hear Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard. Have another year. and Dwight Howard has been balling. Man. You know what I say when I hear Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard still plays. Yo, exactly. You probably don't even think of him as a player anymore. No, I thought he was out. I mean, I know he was in, but let's see. The the Hornets are thirty and forty-one at ten. Oh, they're, they're not making it. They're not making it. I'm just I'm surprised they won thirty games this year. I'm surprised. Yeah, Dwight Howard. Yeah, what year is this? But uh, but yeah, back to the West. Yeah. I think another person that you have to look out for. Yeah, I'm with you. the Jazz. I think the Jazz would have had it had not been for, I guess, the dominance of the West. Like the Jazz are a really good team. If they were in the East, this is the only team that I can get the argument for. Of oh, maybe we should do a full. 12 team, you know, a full that. 16 doesn't do it. And I, and I get it, but the only team that could possibly benefit would be the Jazz. Because I think the Jazz are going to have, a, you know, a good enough record that I'd rather see them than maybe the Miami Heat. No, that was rude. Or whoever comes in last. You know, it's not rude. It's or not or, it's or the, a, better than the Bucks. Or, yeah, I see what you're right, saying. Yeah, so yeah. basically, the last team in the East, you'd rather see Houston get in. Because I'd if Houston see... was in the, in the East. Right, Utah. Yeah, if Utah was in the East. I mean, yeah, Utah was in the East, they would, uh, they would be yeah, higher up. 
<laughs> right. I don't care about the seeding, and I don't care about who's number. Like, I don't care any about that. The only team that really has a gripe that I think would be the Jazz, and I think for real, for real, they're just really a year too early. The Jazz really shouldn't even be this good. After you lose Gordon or Hayward, I thought with Hayward gone, I thought they was going to be down for a while. I'm surprised they're right. still in the mix, you know, a year later, which tells me they're going to make some power moves this offseason. And who knows? Even though there's not a lot of free agents this year, who knows uh, how they'll look next year. Now, speaking of free agents, um, because I think we, we're going to – I'm not even going to guess with this West standings. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, we're not. We'll we're talk y'all later on. Be right, out. exactly. And we'll talk about that next week. Exactly. We'll, we'll be, be back to holiday. Yep, exactly. Um, I got to talk about y'all man. So, did you see the Thunder game last night? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Is Paul George staying in, 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 in OKC? And the only reason I'm bringing this up, for those of y'all who didn't watch this game last night, it was a big blow-up throughout all the sports world today. A lot of us guys with mics were talking about it because last night, the OKC was up against Boston with no Kyrie Irving, no Hayward, up by three with like a minute or something left. And Westbrook does this dumb three with like time right. Like, I, I have no idea. Well, he, had, he still had time on the shot clock. In the end, it was a stupid shot. Carmelo misses some open free throws, but that's because Carmelo just needs to retire. And sure, don't say that about Melo. Look, Melo just done. And but this has not been a good fit for Melo. It has not. And now we're looking at saying OKC is not going to go far in the playoffs. I can tell you that right now. I think uh, Russell Westbrook likes to play by himself. So on our on our poll right now, you guys and yeah, as you can tell, yes, we've been very poll heavy on social media. Seventy two percent of y'all are saying Paul George is out of there and going to L. A. Last night to me was a snapshot of Paul George. If you watch that, if everybody watch that replay one more time, Paul George is in the corner of the corner of the three point line, just sitting there like, I hate this whole environment. Like, and what are shooting we shooting a really high percentage and maybe one of the best two way players in the game right now? Yes, yes, and yet he's sitting there watching Westbrook be this one man band. And I'm telling you, Paul which George, Westbrook is probably one of the best one-man bands. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what he does good. I'm telling you, that's what Westbrook does great. I was telling someone yesterday, Westbrook is going to be the player who's going to end his career, retire. Everybody going to be like, yo, you were the best athlete we've seen in the NBA. You got MVP trophies, but you got one of them. Yo, you've been to the playoffs like every year. Yeah, you have no deep playoff runs, though, and you have no rings. He's got the one. Outside of that one when you and Durant went to the finals and Scotty Brooks ruined it and James Harden was on the the take from the mob. Uh, I got a question for you, and I know this is not really diving. This is probably going to take away from what you were saying, but do you ever look at Westbrook and say, man, you're exactly what I thought Derrick Rose was? Yeah, that's a very good example. Bravo. Bravo. You know, like Bravo. you got the one MVP. You got the one deep playoff run that we expected. You gonna have the numbers. You were unguardable. You were extremely dynamic. It wasn't just that you were fast, but you were explosive. He's you can not take as, over a game. To me, he won't be as good as what I thought Derrick Rose was going to be. Because to me, I thought Derrick Rose was a better team player than what Westbrook is. You know what? Players never to complain Der- to play with Derrick. But you know what? Derrick Rose never had that caliber of a teammate. So it's hard to sit there and say the that. Best he, and you know what? He did. When he got Jimmy, it was rife at first around who they were trying to say who was the, whose team was who. Right, yeah. So and it that's was a little riff the there. Right. right yeah. But when he had that team running, it was only it was Derrick Rose's team. 
and he was lifting these guys way up. It was almost like when Russell uh, Russell Westbrook just won his rookie uh, his MVP. It was his show. It was his show, and he just had everybody else, the bandmates, just coming along to perform some of the events. So I mean, I think that when you have that kind of dynamic, I, to me, that's exactly what Westbrook is. But I but say one that, bad say injury, he could be the new Rose. Right. I said I'd say this. I don't think that Paul George comes back either. I just don't think it's a good fit for him either. No. Like, it's not just about But I Melo. don't know if L.A. is the right place for him. No, I don't think he goes to L.A. unless somebody else goes. And I don't think LeBron should. I don't. Let me say this. I don't think LeBron should go there, and I don't think Magic should draw LeBron there. LeBron will sell seats. LeBron will get. LeBron will sell tickets. He will sell uh, uniforms. He'll sell everything. L.A. will make the money. But LeBron is on the down end of his career. He got like maybe four or five tell. years left. I know it's, it's season, it's year fifteen. But at the end of the day, LeBron's thirty three, about to turn thirty. He's thirty four now. At the end of the day, it's it's he has more, he has less years ahead of him than what's behind him. So well, I definitely. feel as though I feel as though Magic should just stick with the young boys he got and maybe wait until the following offseason and try to get one of those guys. I think LeBron should go to Houston. I'm gonna stay on that wagon forever. I want him in Houston next year. And I think that the reason I want him in Houston next year is because I feel like if he goes to Houston with Chris Paul and James Harden, Kevin Durant That's will leave. That's an unstoppable team. Kevin Durant will leave because then I'll be like, because now it's like, Kevin, you don't, there's no. Uh, That's th- disgusting. You see what I'm saying? There's not a real upper hand here. Is every man better play his game or, and I feel like he'll leave and it'll prove a point that he's a pussy and that just sticks with me. But I will say this. If he goes to Houston, A, he will not get the same backlash that anybody else got before him. No. And B, that would be a crazy playoff series. I would love it. Like, can we just skip? If, if that happens, I just want to skip to the playoffs. Like, I just want to see that in the playoffs. And also, I want to see what the Pelicans can do. If the Pelicans can re-sign DeMarcus Cousins Ooh. and they bring back this Anthony Davis and they can get one more piece, which they have the money for, maybe go ahead and get a holidays contract off with a trade for another max player that could be scary man oh i like what the pelicans are money if only they can bring back boogie and i don't right. i feel like a lot of teams are going to be going at the boogie your team included will be going at the boogie i think Everybody a lot of guys are going to go at the boogie pat riley me, said he come he's going after boogie i mean and, and pat riley got two centers yeah so, and I mean, he's still think, look you see what i'm saying he's still like man yeah. we'll drop somebody Ah, uh, yeah, I, I want to see what the Pelicans do, but yeah, I just I think that at the end of the day, the Thunder will always be Westbrook's team. He he doesn't care about having other stars. I think Paul George leaves and goes somewhere else, and I don't know what Carmelo does. Carmelo don't have a choice. Carmelo got one more year on his contract. What if they cut him? <laughs> I can't imagine eating that kind of money. That's true. Because what, what, what's, what's he happen. owed this last year? I don't know what the numbers are. but You I think know it's, it's got to be something dumb. Yeah. It's, it's, it's last year of his contract. I'm sure he's yeah. up there. Well, I don't know. It's got to be plus 15 mil. So, I mean, it's just hard to kind of pay somebody that kind of money. He could be an early season buyout. Well, I don't know because the Bulls gave way almost 20 million to walk away. Because now we know what kind of environment that Wade persists with in the You're crazy. Room. You're crazy. No, I'm just saying that we know that he's not he just, just jolly. He's not the jolly guy that we think that we see. You know, like he can be a little bit. Uh, of a dick. Yeah. Or I was just going to say high schoolish when it comes to locker romantics. Like we don't know. So, I mean, beforehand, he was like, oh, yeah, he'll be a great leader. Somebody with a young guys to look up to. But we saw that, you know, a couple of times where even Rondo and them had some beef. 
it wasn't like this is the first instance. We just let it go because we just thought it was Rondo. Like, oh, yo, it's just Rondo being Rondo. But it happened the same thing in the Cavaliers. So it's not just people being people. I think that Dwayne Wade doesn't necessarily like that role all the time. I think he just got spoiled in Miami. It was always his way, and everyone just kind of deals with it. Everywhere else, he doesn't have the legacy. You see what I'm saying? Everywhere else, he don't have the clout. I mean, he has right, a cloud amongst fun. the league, but in Miami's locker room, it's like, this is your world. If you don't want right, to play today, you don't want to play. Yeah. So that, that's what it is. Speaking of Rondo, before we get out of here, I read a report last week, and I'm, I have to say this on the air because I laugh when I read it. I think I sent it to you. Rondo, Ray Allen released a book, and in this book, he states in a, uh, an event that happened in the locker room where it was some rift that happened between the players, and Rondo opened his mouth and said the following words. To Chris Paul, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. If it wasn't for me, y'all would have never got your ring in the first place. Okay, there's two <laughs> ways to take this, right? Rondo is loved by KG and Paul Pierce. So if Rondo said something like that, you'd have to believe that Doc told him that. You know, like somebody told him that, you know, he was that guy. Because Rondo was there first, and we know that. It wasn't Rondo pretty. was a young guard that we didn't think right. was going to be able to do anything with these big boys, and they made yeah, it and they was pushed him over. No, and they literally no, no. like we go get you. But what I'm there. saying is, who are you going to believe in the one, the one that's out of the situation, or the one that's in the situation? Rondo hasn't necessarily been wrong yet. We have not seen Rondo be wrong yet. What are you talking about? We haven't seen him be wrong. We haven't yet. seen anybody come out and check uh, Rondo. Well, it's because what you said, Pierce and Garnett love him, so they just kind of let him be. Ray right, Allen so hates him, so they, they hate so, each other. So he just speaks right, whatever happened. Rondo happens. came out and said, look, Ray Allen's just keeping my name out there to sell books. So I don't know. I'm telling you, man, if Rondo said it, it's because KG and Paul Pierce said it. Like, hey, yo, we needed you. I think you at the end of the day, if the they're team. doing that, they're lying to him. <laughs> and that's that's fine. You lie to your teammates all the time. You know, like a lot of times people kept saying, you know, oh, no. Chris Bosch is the most important piece of this. He was. Nah. Second nah. most, third most. You know, he was the third yeah, most important. Right, piece. exactly. He was, third most he was important. important. Yeah, he was important, but, you know, but third option. But I think we could have still won without him. him. Yeah. But you had to get somebody else there. You know, somebody else good had to come over there. To let's, take make him, spots let's make him feel he's just better. Not there. But I guarantee you, Rondo is a crucial part of that team. Yeah, I give you that. I, Definitely crucial. He was crucial to that Boston run. And I'm telling you that I'm guessing Paul Pierce or Kevin Garnett said that to him. For him to say that, or he just didn't say it. Whatever, whatever is going to be the case, I don't think you ever hear people come out to bat for Ray Allen. So I kind of think that well, Ray Allen they might hate just be talking. This, right, I think Ray Allen really might just be talking on the side of his neck. I think it's true. I just think nobody wants to defend him because they hate him and everybody loves Durando and they know if they confirm and everybody will be like, Rondo, you smoking that good ganja. All right, <laughs> that's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, y'all, we got to go. Um, we won't be in on Friday Live, so if you tune it in Friday you're you're gonna hear this that's that's just how life works so we love you though but yeah and we want to we'll definitely start back with the live friday it's just that right now they got some technical things that they're working out on their end and we're trying to work out some technical difficulties on our end and life is just happening so we'll definitely try to speak to you guys again prior to our next wednesday show but we can guarantee you that what you hear on Friday is going to be the same. <laughs> what you just listened to right now. <laughs> In the meantime, yes. Yeah, so stick with us on social media. Like B said, we'll holler. We'll try to holler at y'all again before next Wednesday. But if not, we'll holler at you next Wednesday. So until then, social media, sports underscore counter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We out. We'll holler at y'all. Peace.